Deeply Disturbing Things. The podcast. I'm Macy. And I'm Naomi. And, and I'm Sarah. Hype oh. <laughs> girl Sarah. And we're three anxious counselors who like to talk about deeply disturbing things. And here's Obi. And we have Obi. Join us. Our, uh, our dear Abby Normals. I get to go I branded first. them. Abby, I know you did. And I like how it sits. It's nice. It's settling nicely. Enjoy it. I go first. I know. I'm ready. Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready? We're ready. So I went with a lighter topic today that has to do with murders. A lighter topic? It's a lighter murder? I mean, what do you mean? Yeah. I'm going to talk about crows. Oh, a murder crow. It's witty. Cute. Semantic. I like it. All right. So I'm going to talk about crows because there is a lot about them that you may not know. You, what do you know about crows? They're smart. Uh, yep. The general, they're smart. And they're a good omen. Mm. Right. Right. I saw in the Viking show, there was like a crow that was supposed to be a spirit of some kind. I heard they're bad omens. They could be a bad yeah. omen in something. I've heard good because it. Yeah change but like it's how you interpret the change mm, which like change of death or change good change got it right so um i'm gonna talk about crows because it's kind of creepy how much research we have done on them and have learned about how smart they are They're so smart. they could take over the world and <laughs> one of our uh movie votes for our review is we tell this group do they get to know what the choice if you want to vote on what movie we're going to review be our patron on patreon Patreon. you get to control our content yes um power imagine the power do that and then you'll know why it's It's only a dollar it's only a dollar (laughs) yeah i know how much you spend on your coffee i do it too it's well that's a lot okay so i was shocked i bought two coffees and it was like 16 dollars when did that happen everything is just going up when did 16 dollars happen for coffee is really crazy expensive now i could buy a really good sandwich and a soda and chips for 16 dollars or less maybe not anymore probably not i haven't gone to a sandwich shop <laughs> yeah everything's doubled everything is 30 percent more than it was right okay crows <laughs> i already forgot how i got to whatever i was talking about Okay, so we know about their intelligence. We've known that for a long time, um, just based on their behavior. So they come from a, a bird class that um, they're called, uh, oh, what, what are they called? They're called uh, corvids are a type of bird. So like ravens are in that class too. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've been in this corvid family. They've inspired myths, legends, fables, uh, but as science has gotten more into researching them, we're starting to actually unravel the bird brain structure to bird brain. And we're starting to see that they actually resemble humans in a lot of ways for how their brains function. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. Okay, so they're tricky. Uh, a lot of lead research has been started or was started by um, John Marsluff, an ornithologist at the University of Washington. So he's the guy on campus sporting a COVID-19 face mask (laughs) with birds perched on the letters like the power lines. Beneath the mask, Marsluff is packing 40 years of COVID research that he's done. So this is his bread and butter, bird and butter. He, he's looked at size and function, lifespan. Some crows live up to 30 years. Very social lifespans. Um, they're just lifestyles. They have a big brain, long life. They're social. They're very linked together. Sounds a lot like people, right? Okay. Now let's get into perceptual consciousness. Hmm. Yes. There's some science in here I thought you would like. Crows are naughty too. Mm-hmm. Oh, like mischievous? Yeah, I've had a lot of yeah. picnic crow incidents. Can I, can you regale us? I, my content isn't that long, so we have time for personal crow stories. Well, I've <laughs> been, been out of picnicking as I do. 
as one does as one does and I'll sometimes if there's a lot of crows in the trees they'll swoop mm. down and steal your picnic food oh or they'll send so one out the meats and cheeses yeah there's a huge um murder of crows so a murder of crows is like a flock of crows but that live in the tree behind my house it's not my truth the neighbor's tree but you just hear them and then on occasion they'll fly and you hear them and it's like a big bunch of them and they just that's where they live every year love it they, does it have base. to be two or like more more than two or is just two crows considered a murder or does it have to be more maybe it has to be three or more yeah. to make a group to make a murder <laughs> to commit a murder one to do it two to help clean up yeah Right. But then you have to kill the third one because they're a witness. Right. And yeah. there's just too many. One of them is going to squeal. There. Or is it going to be you? <laughs> and then you have to kill the second one. So it's just you. And I am the servant. It would be her. Yeah. Um, that would, that's true. That's exactly how all of that would go down. Okay. So for More sexual wine. consciousness. <laughs> More wine. Now we have to Ooh, Yeah. We're already getting low. Well, these are not actually full side glasses. These are little minis little trinket my friend um found an injured crow outside in her backyard and took it in and rehabilitated it and taught it how to play the piano they're super smart that's so cool i watched i watched a lot of crow videos today of like trainings and stuff this one's mine did you give this is yours mine is the oddly shaped one oh yours is why oh that looks dangerously wide like a nice tall safety brim. So I collect these vintage glasses. They're super cute. They come in lots of shapes and sizes mm-hmm. and two colors. This is not the color I like. But no. I, I broke all the aqua ones. Yeah, they're classic. All right. So just last fall, researchers determined that crows seem to exhibit a level of consciousness only attributed to humans and very few mammal relatives, such as primates. So this work, along with uh, many recent neurological studies, is really having researchers think about birds in a new way for how they can think and what they can do. So this breakthrough study that happened was published in Science, uh, and they revealed that crows show signs of perpetual consciousness and an ability to have subjective experiences unique to their individual minds. This means birds can keep new information, basically having memories in the front of their brain for extended periods of time, and then use it in reasoning to navigate new situations they encounter. Which for birds, that really was not something that people, like bird-brained, that's a common thing people say to mean stupid. stereotype. Bird-brained. Which I'll be talking about in my topic. Ooh, You do look like Joan Jett today. It's kind of cool. exhilarating. The right of me. Great. Yeah, yeah, crows. I heard they can plan, right? They can plan right. each other, and that's kind of what they're talking about. Is that because they can keep new information and they have memories, they're able to develop and do things strategically, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. And they have really good memories. So. This discovery kind of piggybacks on other new knowledge about the forebrain in crows, which is exceptionally large, another trait they share with humans. So we have a a big forebrain. Um, This is known as the nidopallium or the NCL in the brain. In the birds, for us, we call it the prefrontal cortex, problem solving, reasoning. Theirs is enlarged as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, The forebrain deals with cognitive tasks, synthesis of information, rational decision-making, problem-solving, and executive function. So this helps to explain how um, problem-solving and tool use in crows and humans happened over time. So let's talk about crows and tool-making, because this is pretty fascinating, kind of creepy. Mm -hmm. They're making tools. Sure they are. It's terrifying. <laughs> I mean, you know that Aesop's fable yeah, about the crows. No, I don't. Maybe I do. From where um, they kept dropping in the stones of water to bring the water level up so they could drink because they couldn't reach their beak into the glass. That's so good. Yeah. Smart. So I've known from tiny <laughs> childhood years that crows are smart. Super smart. So 
The new Calidian crow, that's what it's called, has recently gained popularity not only for its tool use, but its ability to manufacture compound tools. So in 2018, a study was published uh, that showed um, they watched a crow combine as many as four different elements to the access food, something they'd only ever seen in humans. So they could make probes, hooks, sharp spears that they would use to skewer insects and in reach places. So. <laughs> I don't know what, what connections are out there. <laughs> I thought you said probe in the ear, um, which is different. <laughs> yeah. No connection. Okay. They also will strip down palm fronds. Oh. So that the main stem forms a J shape that they can grab food with. Wow. In research okay. labs, they successfully bent wire to snatch baskets with food inside. And in some instances, they store these tools and use them again in the future if they need them. So they have that, that memory of this tool worked for that. I'm going to save this and use it in a similar instance in the future. Mm -hmm. They're learning. They have a tool. You know what this reminds me of? Didn't you do the episode on pigs? Was it? Oh. Yes, you did. did and talked about how smart they pig. are and how they're going to take over the world. I don't remember. How I mean, I like believe that. A good but... third of my content. I may have done it. Maybe. I don't remember. I don't remember talking about pigs, to be honest. I think you did. You did. You did. I don't think I did. No, I think you did. Uh, look in your master list. I know. I don't think I did. I've had to look in the master list twice now. I don't remember that. It was there in I, future, so I don't remember that. I really think you did it. No. Do you keep Maybe it's a side. Maybe it's a side website, Sarah, where we have a complete list of topics. What? That are, have clickable links that take you right to the show. No, I have not. Well, explain it to me and then maybe other people. Go to our website, doodlydisturbingthings.com, and if you click on our list of topics, they'll take you right to the show. So I have that. to go there regularly because I can't remember. Have we talked? Well, have I talked up. about this before? It's actually yeah. a very concise, very nice list. It's very nice. Yeah. Okay, so they understand the resources they should be aware of. As I know. a member of the team, okay. Sarah. You guys are have so many things going on, right? Patreon, Diversify. YouTube, Instagram. Check it out. <laughs> yeah. So they understand the concept of hooking and pulling and spearing and what tools they need to do that. So that's a lot of reasoning skills. Um, and there was a whole nother article that I'm not going to go into because it's almost. Awesome. Did you just website. get excited about the wrong thing? Yeah. It's an all episode. That's called appeasing us, and we don't appreciate it. So. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Cheaplystreamingthings.com, <laughs> the website. <laughs> we appreciate you taking the time. I appreciate the enthusiasm about the wrong thing. I'm excited. <laughs> Continue. Oh, I was here. I was waiting for you. Well, they used to say back in the day, like the big thing that separates humans from animals is humans use tools. But there's so many animals mm -hmm. that use tools, so right. got to find out, find a new thing. Right, right, right. And I think part of this too, like in the actual research studies, is interesting. They would do things like show a light, and then the crow would have to like recognize later on that it saw that light in relation to doing a task so they're like piecing together steps and they're they have enough memory to go through these steps with very intricate processes it's pretty cool mm -hmm. i watched i watched Crows are cute. i have seen this because i love this picture of you guys in the comments but I that was really hard to yeah. get out there just so that is known look at that complete list of topics with clickable links oh my goodness that's beauteous that is you might think this is I like date, the but it's not <laughs> you really know right been there no i have been <laughs> well but you haven't clicked, it. I haven't clicked on it but it's very user friendly. <laughs> it seems like a shout out to them. I love it. Check it out. So okay, there it is adorable. Okay, their incidental uses of tools too is not quite the same as having to take a different material and make it into something. So it's not like they're just grabbing something to try to make something work. Um, they recognize that rocks are good for, you know, they, they understand that rocks aren't always good for pounding always. 
certain the certain, tool for the job. Right. Certain instances require specific tools, not just this is always the thing to use. I do use right. a butter knife in most instances. That's <laughs> fair. most jobs. The most jobs. The butter knife is my go-to. It really works well. Yeah, spoon is a good backup because you need the back to shimmer if you run out of your butter knives, perhaps. I'm talking about like screwdriver. Oh, to uh, actually as a tool. Lever. It works as a lot of things. Right. True. Can pound with the backside. Drug use, I hear. Spoons as well. <laughs> yeah. Butter knife? Um, that's where you. Oh, the smoky smoky? I don't know about that. I don't know. I was a high schooler once. Okay. I was thinking like razor blade. I'm like, oh, I don't think. What? No. But no, no, no. Work for that. Okay. Let's talk facial recognition. Let's do it. And grudges. Something else people do very well. All not, right. Not me. So some of his special work <laughs> uh, was looking at the crow's ability to recognize human faces. His studies have shown that they pander to people who help them, such as caretakers responsible for feeding, and they have proven they can remember the faces of those who threaten them, even if it only happened once. They will remember it for years wow. and hold that grudge against you. So who wants their car? Well, it, they'll, they'll make different, they did a lot of research studies with like people walking through the people feeding, how they respond over time. And then like the person that shoot them away, that person could then be coming out of the university building over here and they, they all start calling, like they know, and they'll announce it to everybody. That guy. For that years. coming out. There's the dick. Yeah. <laughs> Do they poop on cool. I mean, they so can. Like, I don't like know if it's, I didn't find anything about targeted pooping. <laughs> that's like a different level. Maybe that's the next step in evolution is targeted shitting. Can they be aggressive? Yeah, like, I mean, they could. Bite really people off. and claw people. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's, they tend to kind of stay wary and avoid the danger and then come in when they know it's safe. And they, it's all about inner communication. So like that crow doesn't even necessarily have to know you, but it's being told that you're a good, you, you know, you're trusted. What's you're the form of communication? Is it cacaws or is it like telepathic? Probably food and, and calming energy, you know, not being loud in their environment. Like in the back tree back there, the second I let boo out, they make a ton of noise. Boo my dog. Um, like threat. Right. Or if I, if I walk towards the back fence, which I never normally do, they make a lot more noises than they normally. It's like, just, Hey, what are you doing outside of the norm? Let's not even get into those squirrels. They're aggressive. <laughs> they don't like me at all. Um, Boo killed one of their brethren once. So we're, oh, no. it was a baby. It was, oh. it was horrifying. It was horrifying. Those squirrels are so cute. It was awful. And now I'm just waiting to be taken out by a squirrel. It's going to come out of you nowhere and knock me off my porch. I just wonder what it would be like if squirrels were really big. There are really big squirrels. No, really big. What do you wonder like, about that? Like what would our world be like? <laughs> How much yeah. would our world change the really big squirrels? Yeah, if squirrels were really big. I think about this all the time. Just squirrels or like all the time? Animals. Just squirrels. How why all the time? Because I have so many squirrels around my house. Oh, that you'd be you'd be fucked. And I was like, if they're on a tree, yeah, like they just peeked over the fence. Like I'm yeah. always worried they're gonna leap off the tree onto my head. Oh, oh, yeah. When they start getting that, they and they start clicking and like you see their tail and you're like, dude, I'm backing up. I don't want to mess with you. Like you, you they can cause we her height. There was a guy that was oh the little one was he a chipmunk? It was a chipmunk. But he was like, like oh no, was, I think we thought it was a chipmunk. thing was four feet tall. Yeah. How would that, that change? I mean a lot Scary. because there's spiders <laughs> this big that rear up. And like they're gonna charge at me, and that scared the shit out of me. Yeah, that uh, the size of spiders were really big. Imagine if they were the size of a squirrel. That's my worst fear. <laughs> one of them. Could you imagine your house full of squirrel spiders? <laughs> Gross. Okay. Okay. <sighs> okay. But then also, what if cats were really little? You know, that's my little nugget's little, but she's getting bigger. I know, but like a little bit. I want a little, little bit. Like she's like just this like step like, on oh, Yeah, just like. Oh, would you keep them in her pockets? Oh, be cute. It's like this little sugar glider, but would a kitty. Keep them in a necklace. Yeah, like a sugar glider. How they keep them in a little necklace pouch. 
Kitty pouch. Except for my cats do this thing into my flesh all the time and it hurts and they, they do the claw eating. Mm -hmm. I can't handle that. I mean, little ones, maybe they're less painful. I think we need to shake things up and just change the size of everything. How big would we be? Would we say the same? I think we should have a variety of There's sizes. There's a PC game called Grounded where it's kind of like that if you're into that. It's pretty fun. I just heard that. Sorry, you're, you're small and you're fighting big insects in the yard. I think there should be a variety of really big people. And then really small people. And really small people. Oh, that, what kind of like socioeconomic status is this going to like create class wars? I mean, I think really small and really small. I like how kind of COVID kind of rocked our status quo. I think that'd be fun just to like. We need to find mushrooms for it, things. like Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was one of my favorite. I love that movie. Or the borrowers. Like, all those stories where people are, like, really little, but yeah. then I also like the ones where, like, the giants, where people are really big. What about that movie that's not. probably really not appropriate anymore? Um, the, the, oh, they changed the name of it. I saw it again. Um, The Indian Cupboard. Indian in the Cupboard. Indian in the Cupboard. Um, I saw something recently, and the that? name looked different, because I remember just being like, wait, is that the... Oh, I, I think they changed what that it. About. it. Does it not hold up? Well, it's like a little toy Indian that comes to life and oh, with every right. possible stereotype there in the cowboys and then so, yeah. And speaking of not aging well, so I read that fairy tale book and I remember when I first started reading it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this totally reminds me of the Talisman, this book mm -hmm. that I loved back in the 80s. That was Stephen King and Peter Straub. Right. And so after I read that, I went back and to read the talisman and it I, I i couldn't read it it is so there's there's like so much racist shit and sexist shit like i was like wow like culture has really changed mm -hmm. because right. i wasn't aware of, it it's, didn't see any of that right. back in the 80s it didn't seem problematic it was just i've never seen that one either like that it's a book it's Oh, you okay. can see you it. can see a book you can yeah, see i've book. never you can see, see the book. pages of that but <laughs> it was just like like that is what mainstream culture was like. Right. So I that like nobody the, thought it was problematic at right. the time. The old books where it's right. like that, but not. No, like, I didn't think oh, I loved I that book. I loved it. And I, I had to stop reading it. It was intolerable. I, I couldn't read it anymore. Or how they teach teach treat the secretaries in some of the, the older books, and it's like, oh darling don't you allow that to happen but it's just like they're the it's the hand them hand it off to so that's why i right fucking now. love dolly parton because she re oh, rebelled great. in nine to five nine to five okay so every time i love dolly i just yeah. want to say as i'm reading this every time i see the word crows i read cows first and i have to do a mental reframe to crows that was a every time for i'll take hold on i would be okay if i spilled wine all over this clown sweater Shall I, we do it? Shall we tie it? That I'm wearing because this wine is really good. Now I kind of don't want to waste it. Okay, I'm not driving today. It's okay. Um. Okay. So people who threaten the crows. I could really get on the street so bad. They have not plowed my street. No, it's really bad. It's really bad. Car, it was like everything was fine. We no, had to like. It was like sailing on the high seas. No, yeah, exactly. coming into my in front of my house. I'm like, I'm gonna go a little this way, a little this way, this way. Yeah, we made it. We made it. I was kind of like, I think part of my car got ripped off though. Ten feet. How was that? What we hit? Like <laughs> scraping and like smell something funny. I'm like, what is happening? I mean, I've seen your car on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so people, you mentioned people, like what happens if you threaten crows. So you might actually face harassment from them, like where they actually like maybe do a flyby, <laughs> <laughs> and they can scold you, um, not only by the bird that you harmed, but they will have its members yell at you or harass you as well. So they're known to uh, oh, been yeah. known to pass these perceived grudges or contempt off to offspring and future generations Whoa. will hate your guts. <laughs> so that's exciting. Befriend the but birds. How do they communicate that? That's what I'm curious It's in about. the genetics for that part of it. They genetically yeah. pass on the hatred. Or just the way that they're like, yeah, doing the cacaws mm -hmm. and then their babies see that. Yeah, and they're like, how do they say? Caca. The cacaws. 
I'm gonna look it up. Let's see. Here we go. Here's what Google says. Oh. Good job, everybody. Um, I don't you yeah. know you guys are doing it too. Yeah. You, you do it, Maisie. I already know. Yeah. Why, why are you having shame? Because you did it better than <laughs> a good kakar. Kakar. Okay. You could be third best kakar in the room. That's still a good ranking. Third? Out of three. That's bronze. That's the last. That's a bronze. That's the worst. That's a bronze. Actually. That's the you get a white white participation. Ribbon. That's a participation. Of white participation. I don't. For the horse barn, the goat barn grand champion all Gold the way. Are you not impressed by my goat I barn grand champion? Don't know what status? that means. I'm I was in 4-H. I showed goats. Impressive. I was impressed. I was impressed. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Thanks. I can't call them. We talked about it once. Goats mm -hmm. eating the goats, yeah. So no, you ate. Somebody ate it. your goat. Oh, someone ate my goat. But when my goat got shoved in the trunk of someone's car and drove away when I wasn't there because my because my sister yeah. said that it was my goat that needed to be picked up but it was actually her goat Jolly the stupid goat that ate hot dogs and brisk iced tea that was supposed to go and so they put my puzzle my pet no champion goat no into the trunk of the car and what happened to puzzle goat bacon I mean yeah does goat make bacon I don't know I didn't I don't even know, know. know people ate goats until we talked people, about it people just said well, boar goats are meat Jeez. goats. Boar goats you know, are yeah. a B O A R. Those are the ones I was grand champion, but they are meat goats. I didn't know that they were meat. They're goats. like they're adorable. They're cute. They're like white with like long so colored spots. I mean, I, I'm from the city. I'm just not familiar with this whole circle of life. You hear? Yeah. This is I'm my so goats sheltered. this summer. These are boar goats. They're meat goats. Yeah, oh, so cute. I had a long ears. Yeah. They have like long dog ears. So I had a it, I had a little yes. baby like this that I got grand champion with, and he goats and <laughs> and he would when I itch his back, and he'd like go into this freeze mode of like loving it, and when I'd stop, he'd stop, and then he'd point on his body where he wanted me to scratch him more. Oh, it was oh, freaking adorable. Gosh. It was there was pebbles and bam bam. Those were my two little. So cute. Okay, sorry. Crows. I don't even know how. Wait, really quick. You guys yeah. have to come see my goats this summer. And as soon as they put them they in my a, backyard. I went to see your goats. So there was no goats. I know. Every time I'm like, come see Did my goats. Them? No, they take them away. It's from oh. the city and they put them around the city to like eat grass and mm -hmm. kind of like little lawn. I was like, it's an activist. Was a goat. Sarah it's was an activist, activist because they were put there to keep the grass down around the golf course, but they were in danger of getting hit by golf balls. And Sarah reported city. the city and they moved the goats out of harm's way. And they put them in my backyard. Did you see a goat get hit by a golf There was ball? golf balls in their little pen. So I'm sure they were either getting hit by them. So then, then they were like, fine, but it's your yard. And you were like, I'm a nice person. I mean, it's a public area. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not actually Sarah's goats. But they're behind yeah. her house. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And then every time I'm like, Naomi, come see the goats. And she's like, Let's do it this weekend. And then they move the goats every really? time. I go there and so she's like, she's like, there's they don't exist. They don't exist. Mythical goats. Goat yoga. But they probably sent you Nubians, which are big. Oh, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're they're Nubians. Like, but yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, they, they all do that. No interest. There's a king that like takes over. Sorry, I just got over. They're little, they're little hoops. Do you get a lot of shit in them? So I don't know how much you want them on you. I have no interest in goats. I know. I never understood I them. Trim, trim I, do I also know how to castrate them. You know, they milk them. They piss all around in the yoga. What? Yeah. I, I like oh, don't have yeah. any desire. Okay. My cousin's doing that soon. I like, you know how. Yeah. Just say, watch out for the pee. Yeah. I, don't yeah. Know. I mean, they pee. Yeah, they're, they're not, not a little cloven hooves. Like, scrape your skin if they jump on you. Okay. okay, so crows, not goats. Go. I don't even know. Um, okay, so the I wouldn't research... say crow yoga either. No, they just peck the shit out of me. To be fair, 
So the researchers have been putting this reality to the test every 15 years with a specific group of birds. So each year, researchers approach the crows with a mask they wore when they were captured. Um, and for 14 consecutive years, many of these same crows react by scolding and harassing um, the masks. They, and they don't do that to any of the other people. So every 15, um, or sorry, every, yeah, every 15 years? Every year they go out and do it and they've done it for 14 years. So they'll do it here soon again. They respond still to the mask when I wear it around. We've captured seven birds wearing this mask. It's not uncommon to have 30 birds harassing us, none of which were the first seven we captured. <laughs> Hive mind. Hive mind. So there's also just this general will to thrive. So crows demonstrate unique adaptability in the natural and urban world. This sets them apart from many struggling animals and species that have gone extinct with human expansion. For example, crows are found on all corners of the earth, um, excluding Antarctica. There are also supreme scavengers who uh, adopt an incredibly diverse diet. They literally will eat anything from vomit to steaks. <laughs> they will hunt things. They eat fruits, vegetables, all sorts of things. So they really have diversified what they can eat. Um, this researcher said that when you put all this together, this creature demands a certain uh, amount of humility in humans. The features of our life that we think are so unique and so high and mighty above all other forms of life really aren't. The more we see other animals do the things we thought we only could do, the better we are able to see ourselves. Which I think is a nice little poke to the fact that people like frequently dehumanize animals that sounds stupid to say um but, but they're lesser than right right or you know like it's okay to be cruel because they don't have they a don't consciousness have they don't have feelings right go to the nirvana song with fish i don't know i'm torn about it i put the bubbles in the bucket to try to keep them alive until my dad whacks them with a wrench i don't know it seems to matter a few more seconds alive sad animal stories are the saddest i'll cry over a sad dog food commercial on my period way faster <laughs> than if um, someone gets murdered on a cnn broadcast <laughs> yeah. i'd be like oh that's scary versus <laughs> why <laughs> no. i used to have a reality show that followed like a humane society type person around all these sad stories i couldn't watch it it was just too sad Oh, I I watched one like, like the used animals one where they go and save them and they're like starved and oh. like flea ridden. Yeah, I, can. I can't go into a humane society because I will leave with an animal. I can oh. I cannot. It's hard enough going into like Petco or any of those stores where they're in the cages. They stick them at the front now. Like I don't want to see your sad kittens. Do you know how many cats I have in my house? I hear a sad cat right now. Obi's like, oh, it's yours. It's yours. Yeah, I think you want to say about this, Obi. No, I know, right? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, I'm doing my part with my three very spoiled cats. Obviously, Obi is well set. Yes, I had to cat wrangle that. I thought he was just, you know, stray level. He was feral. Okay, okay. He's very feral, but he's he's now at stray level, and we're, we're getting he's making progress. Don't look at my thing. oh, you guys are so close to me. I feel I know. I'm, I'm always edged off. I can't. I was trying to give space, but then I'm like, oh, here, how about this? I'm gonna put my butt towards you more, and then go this way. No, I can't see this way. You're good. <laughs> what about you? You're the one. That you're worried about speaking. I know the rules. I know that I've been yelled at so many times now. At this That's point. supposed to be a surprise. It is a surprise. I'm not looking. I'm not. Can I just ask one more crow question, though? Why are you glaring at me? I feel like I can't see. One more crow question I have. Yeah, go, ahead. go for it. Did you learn that? Do they collect shiny objects? I've heard they, they like, like shiny objects to like collect fancy shiny Who doesn't? Things. Don't people do that? Like raccoons? Like people. Collect shiny jewelries. Hello, yeah. Obi. What are you doing? Ow. He's Ow. Still trying to come up there, but he's so fat. He's just like ripping her leg to trust. Okay. I'm not like okay. I promise. 
So our topics are linked by stigma and discrimination and harmful stereotypes. Mm -hmm. Cody's all for it. Nice connection. Are you ready? Yeah, ready. I'm going to talk about redheads. Ooh. Oh. It's called gingers. Here are some quotes about redheads. Redheaded women are either violent or false, and usually are both. That's a French proverb. Mm -hmm. While the rest of the species is de descended from apes, redheads are descended from cats. That was Mark uh, Twain. Mark Twain? I know, Mark Twain. Get out of here. Gentlemen may prefer blondes, but it takes a real man to handle a redhead. Unknown. You'd find it easier to be bad than good if you have red hair. That's from Anne of Green Gables. I love Anne of Green Gables. So there are these stereotypes that redheads have these fiery tempers and these unquenchable libidos. So why did I come to this topic, you may ask? I may ask, right. how have you come yeah. to this topic? Like, I... why? It seems kind of like, why? Hi. So I was talking to my friend who is a redhead is it booty no but my friend you I, only know, know, I only know so many men as topics sometimes go we started talking about like um our birth stories and she was saying you know like when she was going to get an epidural she knew she was going to get it and that the doctors you know were like okay we'll adjust the dose uh, because of your red hair and i was like Whoa, whoa, hold up. What? WTF what? Oh. Adjust the dose because of your red hair. And she's like, tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow less. Right. Less. She's like, because they can take the pain. Yeah, redheads have a high pain tolerance. I'm like, what? This is a thing. What? Is it like biopy? Yeah, this is real. So so I'm like, oh my God, podcast topic. How are you? I'm gonna look into this because this is so interesting. Yeah. I had no idea. And she's like, yeah, because her kids are both redheads too. He's like, yeah, when they like have to do a medical thing or whatever, like all, everything, the medication's always adjusted. It's so fascinating. Weird. So I looked it up and totally research-based from the National Institute of Health. Um, studies Weird. do suggest that the pain tolerance of people with red hair is higher. Hmm. And also, so there's that on the one end where you'd have less... Um, pain medications people with red hair also respond more effectively to opioid pain medications so you would require lower doses hmm. however they need 20 percent more anesthesia to be sedated hmm. and they also need more local topical anesthetics such as novocaine which is why many redheads have a fear of the dentist because they're not being properly anesthetized because oh. they need 20 percent more than everybody else so they're feeling the pain okay. so if a dentist doesn't adjust the dose of, of novocaine or whatever local anesthetic they're using for a procedure they're going to feel the pain isn't that fucking fascinating yeah. no yeah and i'm like i bet you there's so many people that don't providers that don't yeah uh, right and people are experiencing terrible things i'm an undercover redhead like, are, I, you? are you yeah so in high school, I tried dyeing my hair blonde and it would never dye like a pretty blonde color. It'll always be like orange or like a bright yellow. And they said, it's because I have too much red in my hair, but it's underneath the dark. So you can't see it, but have like tons of freckles. Well, and in the sun, it's like really red. Yeah, in the summer, I have a little arbor natural And I needed more anesthesia going down one to see. <laughs> I thought it was just because my anxiety. I know well, I should say I have red yeah. hair and I my medication is readjusted for that. I mean, I might need that too. I don't though. I'm very highly susceptible to any amount of pain. Yeah, but that can give you less pain meds. You know. Oh, you that. get less. Oh. You no. get more of some things and less of other things. Brunette. <laughs> Brunette me, please. Yeah. So I looked into red hair. Um, both parents need to pass along a recessive genetic trait for their child to have red hair. They inherit mutations, so it's a mutated gene. Mutations in the melanocortin one receptor, and this is responsible for producing the skin pigment melatonin, which is why redheads can't produce 
melatonin because they have this mutation. And so the same gene is responsible not only for hair and skin color, but also for the brain function that determines the pain response. Does that affect sleep also? Melatonin? I think that's melanin. Or melanin. Or I'm talking about melanin. You're talking about melatonin. Yes. Right, melanin. So I also learned redheads don't go gray. Oh, I've seen that, yeah. The copper color just fades as the years wear on and eventually turns white. And they're also more sensitive to temperature changes between hot and cold. So they're kind of like superheroes a little bit, like X-Men. <laughs> right. I mean, every... <laughs> like, what? I have to say, I mean, all, you know, stigmas, I, the redheads I've known are fiery. Like, personality-wise, they've all been... Actually, it's interesting because they're introverts when they. There's more downstairs. We don't share. We drink till it's gone. Oh, I spilled them, but it stayed on the table. It's okay. It's not a white couch. <laughs> Again. So, you know, I started diving into redheads and I became really aware that redheads experience a lot of discrimination and prejudice. Research has found that people with ginger hair are easy target for bullies. Mm -hmm. The results of one study showed 60% of males and 47% of females with red hair said they had suffered some kind of discrimination in the past due to their hair color. Mm -hmm. One individual said he'd been rejected when the lights came on in a nightclub after dancing with a girl who had thought he was blonde. He was like, no, thank you. No, don't make us get on the stigma of blondes, dude. Abandoned on the dance Girl. floor. That sucks. The rejection. The lights come on. Like that's so it's like in the moment when you're like at the skate rink and you're skating, the lights are off in the music, and all of a sudden they do the intermission and the lights go on them. Just like awkward moment. Hey. Do you like I it? I gotta go. Others reported being discriminated against at work, being yelled at, having bottles thrown at them, all kinds of stuff. In one study, which I want to point out was a heteronormative study, looked at how well individuals scored when daring, wearing different colored wigs. So the study found that people are less likely to make a move on a redheaded woman or accept the advances of a redheaded man. So it was the same people wearing different colored wigs. So, you know, it mm -hmm. could rule out, you know, facial features. I saw a show about that where the girl would put on different colored hair and go into a bar or something and see how many people would put on. Yeah. I think it was blonde ended up getting. Oh, I'm sure. Blondes have more fun, experience. as they I say. Have a feeling I just have a like, no thanks face, <laughs> regardless of my hair color. Well, science will tell. Give me the wig, I'll do it. <laughs> so what about the stereotype of the lusty ginger with the overactive libido? There have been studies that have found ginger women are more sexually active and have more partners. Mm -hmm. And the popularity of ginger men has risen in the last few years. I have to say, I see a lot of, a lot of, the, like, the beard look goes well. I was wondering if it was because of Prince Harry. Mm -hmm. Oh, sure, I didn't think of that. I just research something about him that I don't know why I was looking at Princess Di and and like the affairs that happened um that she had and that um her what was it controls that he's like the dad the dad they're saying is that she that she had an affair probably with this guy and it shows pictures of this other dude with the red hair and looks just like Harry what but the ears of Prince Charles uh, his, yeah, because Harry's ears used to stick out. I think he had the surgery. It's speculation, and the guy she had an affair with, and I can't remember the guy's name, looks very similar to Harry. Well, I want to see a picture. Yeah, I have to look at him. So this is not just a case of like not being able to hook up at a bar. Right. In the UK, there have been many, many suicides of bullied redheaded children. Oh. The human rights group Equalities and Human Rights UK say the discrimination has been present for thousands of years across the world 
but is particularly acute in the UK. Did you have the microphone backwards this whole time? I didn't know. <laughs> it's not my microphone. I just looked at the buttons. I'm like, those don't look like front buttons. Those are back buttons. Is this a multi-directional mic? If you have it set on multi-directional, which is the last setting. Nope. Cool. We'll see how that it's works. It's all right. Then. So I'm sure it'll be great. Naturally occurring red hair is the rarest hair color in the world occurring naturally in only around 1% of the entire world. So pretty. I love especially mm-hmm. like little girls with with red hair. It's mm-hmm. my favorite. They're cute. Or they're terrifying. One or the other. I've seen children. Let's not perpetuate harmful stereotypes. I know. I just children in general terrify me. <laughs> um, and that's so like, I like it, but sometimes they're terrifying as are all children, but not all children are cute. They're actually cuter. It's complicated. Um, this yeah. is complicated. <laughs> so the highest numbers of redheaded people are found in the UK and Ireland. Mm. Scotland has the highest number of redheads in the entire world, and Ireland has the second highest. I have British and Scottish in the background, but not, not Ireland. So the origin of this bright red coppery hair is believed to come from an ancient people called the Picts who ruled Scotland back when it was called Caledonia. And they were a a very um, fierce warrior tribe. So can you imagine this ancient red-haired warrior tribe that ruled the land? And they were able to actually resist Roman invasion. So very fierce. And a Roman soldier described the Picts as roving at large and causing great devastation. Mm -hmm. So throughout history of that region, there has been anti-Irishness. You know, that's a whole another topic. Um, So some theorize that historical unconscious anti-Irishness might play a role in the present day discrimination. So this can really, oh, now it would be to figure out. (laughs) We are being very maintenance Where's the the wine at? I'll go grab that. It's on the counter. I was going to say, I can, but we should. I'll be back. If you want to try out the new toilet, it's really nice. I'm jealous. Well, Well, just sit on it later. Can you not just pee when you sit down? (laughs) I feel like it's a thing. You're trained. It's in the minds. If you don't have to pee, you just automatically pee every time I you mean, sit in the even if it's just a little bit. Maybe. Okay. I mean, unless I already peed like recently. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Oh, like it's no, no, every no. time. No, 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 no. I'm you just... have to have something stored up. Right. Okay. Right. But it's not like, ooh, I have to pee. It's just a, like I haven't peed in a while. I could probably pee. Well, my rule, because I come from a big city, is you always try before you leave anywhere i learned that the hard way when i went where was it amsterdam when i was in amsterdam because they have no public toilets it's like you have to pay money to use a public toilet and i had no money with me and we we're like three miles from the hotel that's what you always try fine you just like wanted to go again. you always try and you drink nothing when you're out in the day right just dehydrate the yes. shit out of yourself and then drink when you that's get back to, to the do. hotel that's good advice so good i wanted travel tips I wanted to share about some of the suicides that have occurred in the UK over kids. These are kids bullied because of their red hair. So in 2013, 15 year old Helena Farrell was bullied over her red hair and later found dead in a dense woodland. And her father was very outspoken about wanting to make bullying redheads for their hair color a hate crime. Yeah, I mean, for real. And that same year, Simon Walters, age 14, reportedly took his life after being bullied about his ginger hair. His father said he had been physically attacked and suffered cruel jibes because of his red hair and had even dyed it brown in an attempt to stop the abuse. In 2018, a 12-year-old boy from Queensland, Australia, tried to kill himself twice in one month over cruel taunts um, about his red hair and he went on tv and him and his family became really outspoken trying to raise awareness and he said that's a 12 year old 
He said, it started with my red hair, then there were names, then it turned into fights, and then it would just get worse and worse and worse. It's so sad. So the family started an anti-bullying campaign called Fight the Good Fight Against Bullying, and Ed Sheeran, who's ginger-haired singer, and other celebrities have supported the family's campaign. In 2019, a 12-year-old girl in the UK began considering suicide after being bullied for her hair color, and she dyed her hair brown after being targeted to try to stop the bullying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just goes on and on. So just recently, 20-year-old Martin Bowers um, of the UK died by suicide after being bullied over his ginger hair. Mm-hmm. So that Human Rights UK group is advocating for protecting children against what they're calling gingerism. Mm. And they want it to be considered a hate crime to bully people for a trait they were born with. Mm -hmm. Right. And they consider this the last socially acceptable target for bullies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what do you all think about that? I agree. Well, I have a coughing fit. Yeah, no. Talk it up. Yeah. I I definitely agree. I think I, I, I know several handfuls of people over my lifetime who it, it's just like they they know people are gonna say things about it and so they kind of from the people I know had to like really lean in especially in work at workplaces like mm-hmm. lean into the stereotypes a bit to feel accepted mm-hmm. which I mean you see it kind of happen and it's like they really shouldn't have to do that yeah there was sorry girl, this is my look podcast at him. Cat. Look at him. a girl in high school um she's actually the captain of our dance team who had red hair but she was super confident and people would make fun of her but she would just like joke about it herself and mm-hmm. laugh it off too um because she was confident she was able just to like yeah like mm-hmm. lean into it like you were saying let it roll off um but people that aren't as confident or are I could see that being um, really hard yeah vulnerable you can see how that can really I had the best cake ever made for me on my birthday by someone with red hair was and she, cake? well I told her I said I here's all my favorite Am I perpetuating her yeah, kind of no oh I see what you did yeah. there but it kind of was so I told her all my favorite I cakes. love carrot cake I said I, I like German chocolate frosting carrot cake and cheesecake <laughs> and she made me a layered cheesecake carrot cake oh. with german chocolate frosting and it was amazing amazing those are my favorites not perpetuating this is, a, this is a tangent and not related at all um but we i was actually bullied by red-haired people oh really people in general are like a person Age. and two yeah. like one or two or a people of a couple because i feel a like makes it, was a, it was a group of two it was a, a murder of <laughs> takes murder three of of takes three to make a murder we already went over that two is just uh, a bunch of assholes <laughs> my son asked me if i was going to share the story because he was present during it and i said no i wasn't but yeah. i just did yeah but i I'm, mean i'm not going to say who the people were well you don't have to be you can give me more details than that no i can't what were you bullied about? What was the topic? I, if I reveal more. I like how amazing. I'll tell you all later after. The Patreon. I'll, I'll tell you in the patrons. So have you heard of National Kick a Ginger Day? What? No. No, it sounds horrible. It sounds like another podcast topic of when setting homeless people on fire or throwing things at them like well listen to this mean this originated after south park's 2005 episode titled ginger kids oh i know that episode yeah which i thought was really funny full disclosure i'm a south park fan but they are known they're known for say i mean they say the things that everyone's already saying that's kind of the point doesn't mean that it it's right hilarious but so awful you don't have to oh you don't have to indulge him wanting to go in and out right she's making it worse he's now the monster i know now he's gonna expect you know door service let me tell you this (laughs) nugget as a kitten got a can of cat food in the morning that turned into all the cats needing a bite of cat food in the morning to me being awakened by her biting my cheek at seven in the morning she wanted and so I had to break that. Yeah. You don't get it in the morning anymore because I don't want my face bit. You either train them or they train you. And I'm the alpha. I'm the alpha. Got me. You are the I alpha. I am the alpha. What were you saying? So National Kick a Ginger Day 
horrifying. Just sounds horrifying and is horrifying. I'm not going to say because I, okay. I don't want to yeah. promote Fair. it. Yeah. Fair. So the title is called Ginger Kids. And in this episode, Cartman gives a school pre- presentation on gingivitis. This is the disease he said redheads have. And he accuses Kyle, who's my favorite because he's Jewish. I like Kyle. Because Kyle has red hair. He accuses Kyle of um, being a daywalker because he doesn't have the pale skin. He can go out during the day. And he says gingivitis is caused by the fact that ginger people have no souls. So this started a whole internet thing of gingers having no souls. After the episode aired, a teenager made a Facebook group, which started National Kick a Ginger Day, and it started a lot of really terrible memes. And this National Kick a Ginger Day actually led to very real attacks on ginger kids by those who either misunderstood that South Park is irony um, right like that's the whole and, it's highlighting the errors <laughs> in the culture yeah the or point. just people who are just stupid assholes or whatever mm-hmm. um, but look at this horrible meme that came out of it mm. oh, that's I mean, let's be fair. His bangs have a poorly done cut. Aston mine at that age. That don't give this photo justice. I'm I'm just going to be the realist here. Is I'm not criticizing him for being ginger. It's the haircut that the parents chose to give a very round-faced child. I'm a round-faced child. When I had my short little bowl cut in high school, I looked like a chipmunk. high school? Freshman year. That photo, not a highlight. Not on the mantle. You were still getting parent cuts in high school? I was raised by my dad. I started high school with a fucking badass mohawk because I got to set the stage. So I get the message this out there. Horrible because they chose a bad haircut. Okay, but like I'm talking about like when I was six. These bangs are like up here on this poor boy. Yeah, like six, I had that stuff. <laughs> like Not high school, what happened to you? I had a slow start. <laughs> Late bloomer. Late bloomer. And 4-H, I had very little. I moved to Spokane is what happened. It took me a while. Late bloomer, I guess. (laughs) Even though my high school in Snohomish, if I would have stayed there, it's called Cow Pie High. So I don't think I I was stepping running away to San Francisco and staying in opening (laughs) days. I'm a very good child compared to you. What else? You're welcome, Dad. I think good is a judgment call. I feel like I was I'm making a judgment. Having fun. I made a judgment about that. Um, so ginger kids, like I said, were actually attacked and kicked on this day. And some redheaded kids skipped school to avoid the violence. So if you're wondering, do gingers have souls? If you've been wrestling with that, I mean, no, I wasn't wrestling with it, but I would, I, I wrestle with it for humankind, in so, as a whole. So, a while back, after all this, it's probably like ten years or so now. Um, YouTuber Copper Cab famously ranted, "Yes, gingers do have souls. That's nice, and everybody should watch that." I think if souls are a thing, everyone should have them, including crows and cats. Well, this ties into my last topic with the mirrors, that right. if you don't have a soul, you will not be reflected in a mirror. So I guess um, gingers have a reflection <laughs> that we know they have souls. I just don't like Tess that takes us back to witchcraft. <laughs> to Will you sink? I'm probably, I'll probably sink if you tie a rock to me. Oh, but right. if I float, I'm a witch. I know. Fair. Worst if I... Unless it's seawater. If it's seawater, I'm very buoyant. If it's the Dead Sea in particular. The Mm. Dead Sea in particular, I'm a witch. Otherwise, if it's a lake, I would be dead. Or normal ocean, you're not going to And I probably deserved it at that point because I wasted everybody's time not being a witch. Actually, because if you could swim, then you were more educated. And if you... Oh. And most... But if there's rocks tied to you... Oh, they like weighted them down and then like, I mean, they just throw them in. They're smart. Yeah. They're yeah. stupid smart enough. That's messed up. Let's bring it back to cats. I like, why the F not? 
I've got let's talk six about cats in my house right now. And one of them is Sarah's fault. Let's yeah. talk about the rest are total ginger total cats. Ginger cats. Ginger cats. Calico? No. Orange cats. Isn't that? Yeah, there's a genetic not, thing there. Not too. calico cats. So let's just talk about just ginger, ginger tabby cats. Tabbies. Mm-hmm. People discriminate against ginger cats too. There's been a stereotype that orange tabbies aren't as intelligent as other colored cats. I have had an orange tabby and then just a regular orange cat. Um, I owned any. Only lived about a year and got hit by a car in front of my house. Not oh. due to his intelligence. No, it's a due, dangerous due to road. people drive way too fast. Your road is, is scary out there. Which is why the current three are our first set of indoor only cats. And as a consequence, we will have them forever. I mean, till they pass on to the nether. The rainbow bridge. Till they okay. cross the rainbow bridge. Don't make us sing that song. <laughs> so this whole thing came to a head recently with, did you follow the George the Cat Reddit saga? So this is a um, possibly real cat, maybe not, but it introduced a lot of people to the term himbo. Hmm which is like the term bimbo and him together because he's portrayed as like this really dumb orange cat another and i think it's an orange tabby cat another game that you can go and play is called stray it's i think a japanese original game but you go and you play a stray cat like going through all these different like you get you get dropped out of this like you're living with your other friend stray cats and you fall into the city from the drain pipe and you have to go and like survive as this stray cat it's pretty cool it's on xbox pc color cat you are playstation no it is the it's an orange it's an orange oh you're an orange cat yeah well the most famous cats are orange like garfield think about garfield he the likes bo- lasagna. Morris, the Nine Lives cat, orange. The Miamix cat is orange. Yeah, there you go. Um, Cliff, was he orange? Mm-hmm. Was he? Yeah. He's orange too. Calvin Hobbs, sorry. No, he was a tiger. He was a tiger. But he was orange. But he was, <laughs> tigers are orange. You're Hobbs was orange. Um, Zara Hedge, chief medical officer at the San Diego Human Society, said, while there could be some genetic components associated with coat color that also impact personality, right. little scientific evidence demonstrating this to be the case with really? cats. Milo and Otis. Do you ever see Milo and Otis? Was Otis orange? Yeah, that's what they're saying. Oh, Famous yeah. cats. Morris the cat from Frisky's Cat Food. Crookshanks from Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. Lasagna loving cartoon cat Garfield. Crookshanks. However, not all tabby cats are orange again. Well, no, because you have gray, right. too. Or Chi-Chi, my other cat lives over with my ex-husband, is um, an apricot point. Aww. So if you're needing some community, if you're a redhead out there, um, there are redhead conventions that occur all over the world. And you can be in community with others and you can participate in events such as carrot tossing competitions and freckle count competitions so i gotta say be with your people it's comforting i like being with my my favorite thing like i have a few freckles here i'm gonna get a few freckles on my arms but like girls that have like the little bundle freckles to me is like the cutest thing Mm -hmm. in the world again unless they're a terrifying child of any hair color then you're just leave don't look at me. Don't say creepy shit. I think a lot of people hate their freckles. What? Yeah. I think they're so adorable. Yeah, but you know, it's kind of like if it's your thing, you hate it. You know, people are like that. Right. Like straight hair people want curly hair, curly haired people want straight hair. Tall people want to be short, short people want to be well, tall. And that's why, you know, redhead, it's so the percentage of people is so low. And so right. it's rare to see those people. And so when you're seeing somebody different. That you're not used to yeah, seeing notice, yeah. people want to come out at come at it with hate instead of like right. oh look how beautiful you are instead you of like it. putting on a pedestal and being like wow yeah. you are an x-men you haven't experienced pain yeah. right superpower come no on. and it has played out i have known 
four billers in my lifetime for mental health billing, having to deal with those phone calls of angry clients, all redheads, every single one of them. And they are like hardcore about it. And I have not seen one of them crack, not once where I'm like, I would crack. They're emotionally strong. I've gone along with redheads in my life. The best, like, I like the them. People. I appreciate their stats. Redheads in my family. My um, great great grandmother was a redhead. So there's a streak that goes through my family, which is probably why I actually have naturally a little bit of an Auburn yeah. highlights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll show if I showed you pictures of me when I was little. It was very Auburn. Little tint, but not much. Mm-hmm. It's very Auburn. Well, if you didn't listen to our last podcast, we talked about. I talked about uh, the famous axe murder, Lizzie Borden, or was she? Because she was acquitted. Did you know that? She's not actually an axe murder, but is she? You decide. <laughs> and I talked about mirrors, all things mirrors. And if you'd like that to. That sat with me, man. That sat with me. I went home and I. a good topic. That mirror, I, it's like in a spare room now, but it's in a spare room that I've been using as storage. And I've been thinking about that. I don't like that it's surrounded by like all like my ex's stuff in the corner. It's I don't like that. It's reflecting it. Oh, it. Yeah. So Which I need to, to get rid of what it. What do I do with it? Because I can't break it. it. For now. Put it covered up. A blanket. Yeah, yeah. it's covered up. Until you can do it. Sell it, yeah, or give it to Goodwill. Feels like it really matters. Like it really needs to. Do it. No, it does. It does. It does. And if you want to support our podcast financially, be our patron on Patreon. It's only a dollar, and you get exclusive content. Do you know how much and control our uh, what we talk about? I complained about coffee, but like I, every time I go to the store, I'm shocked. So it'll be like four twenty nine, and they'll have one can of wine. I'm like. I need at least two <laughs> for that price. Uh, three would be ideal. No, everything's expensive. The world's gone crazy. I'm making bread at home now and rice at home now. I'm cooking so much at home because because that's horrifying to me. I but cook I'll drink at home wine. all the time. You have babies. Babies. I have man babies. You have adult men babies. <laughs> Until next time. Yeah. Hug a ginger. They made it. With consent. And I forgot what my topic was. Who knows? Oh, don't piss off crows. They will remember you, especially if they live behind your house. That's forever. 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 Sandlot. Nice. I know. Can I tink on that? That was great. Tink? I say tink if things don't tink like we can and I have a tink glass. Alright, that's it. It's a wrap. Bye.